This is Jonah Heim with the Texas Rangers. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast with Jeff and John. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. All right, and welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. This is episode number six, and today it is T.R. Sullivan, also from jeffwilson.substack.com. He's going to join us in a minute, Jeff. This is going to be fun. Yeah, well, let's, in a a moment of uh, being humble, uh, T.R. TR is from uh, the Denison Herald, the (laughs) Star-Telegram, and MLB.com. I think think that... (laughs) That might be how he ranks them. I, I don't know how he would rank them, but yeah. anyway, we're we're a distant fourth, but we appreciate all of his contributions. <laughs> the, the TR's memoirs have been great. Um, you know, he's uh, they've been just, great reads. He's a he's a an incredibly valuable source for Rangers uh, history. If, if you're wondering about the the team and how it started and and just all kinds of things, he's he's covered that. And right now he's uh covering what he calls the dark years of the franchise from 2000 to 2003 um so after after the three division titles um that that was that's maybe maybe uh unmatched until uh this stretch you know the rangers have this is their fifth straight losing season so yeah uh, we're gonna we're gonna bounce that off of him um maybe maybe draw a comparison and and whatnot but um, it's, it's pretty good. And then, um, we're going to talk, talk about the impending doom and gloom roster crunch, Yeah, the 40 uh, man roster crunch, the 40 man roster deal, which, which was so bad and, and is so bad that, uh, honestly, I think that's what kept Josh Young from making his, his MLB debut. Yeah. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the 40 man spots are so valuable going into this off season that, you know, Josh doesn't need to be put on the 40 man until he makes the opening day roster next year. So uh, guess what? He's, he got to spend all, all of his season in, in the minor leagues. Not that that's a bad thing. No. You know, and the Rangers can sugarcoat it and say, oh, you know, it, it, we just figured it was good for his development to keep him there. Well, you know what? It's really, it was good for the team to keep him there because yeah. uh, they, they they have guys on the 40 man or who who are at risk of, being left protect, unprotected to the Rule Five draft, who they don't they don't want to lose, so they need every forty man spot they can get. Absolutely, and let's go to our sponsor right now, and we'll come back with Tr right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Superior Sports Investments. Established in 1995, they carry one of the largest graded card inventories in the country with the widest variety of BGS and BCCG and PSA graded sports cards. Unlike other online sellers or auction houses, they own their entire inventory. They don't take consignment, no auctions, so they take pride in every sale that they make. They make sure every card they sell is the highest quality item possible before it leaves their hands and packaged safely and securely. Visit their eBay or Amazon stores to see their entire inventories or browse superiorsportsinvestments.com. That's superiorsportsinvestments.com. And use the promo code THANKS5 for a discount. Okay, and welcome back. And hey, joining us on the Texas Rangers baseball podcast hotline somewhere at an undisclosed location right now is T.R. Sullivan. T.R., what's up, sir? Hi, guys. Uh, good to talk to you all. How's everybody doing? could be better. <laughs> yeah, doing my Perfect. Yeah, sounds like you've had a busy day. You've been running around. But uh, we needed to get you on here not only to talk about your memoirs, other things, Jeff, take it away. You were wanting to, you had some other stuff. Yeah. You know, um, if, if we've been telling people throughout this to, to read, read them, read the memoirs, which are great. And right now you're going through the dark years and, uh, you know, from 2000 to 2003, um, TR, first of all, wh- why do you think those are the dark years? Because they were terrible. And they, <laughs> They were terrible. I mean, it was just the whole, you know, the Cowboys were the number one team, the Mavericks were the Mavericks, and they were just terrible. I mean, they had, you know, the amazing thing, Jeff and John, that you guys will agree with me, this to me is amazing. Alex Rodriguez was here for three years. I mean, at the time, he was the highest paid player in baseball. Yep. It was a huge signing. 
And so it's almost like, who cares? Nobody even remembers. It's like, it's like, you know, Royce Clayton was here. Scott Fletcher was here. Alex Rodriguez was here. I mean, he doesn't rate any higher in, in, um, among Ranger fans than, than Royce Clayton, Scott Fletcher, or Jeff Conkle. I mean, it's just like, it's almost like he didn't even exist. It's, just, it's amazing that Alex Rodriguez was here for three years, one of the greatest players in baseball history. And like, nobody cares. Nobody remembers. Everybody's pretty much forgotten about it. You know, it's almost, you know, it's almost like he wasn't even here. That you know what that and what I can't believe A Rod's time in Texas was just compared to Jeff Kunkel, which is one of the funny. For those that don't know, Jeff Kunkel is one of the most highly touted shortstop coming out of, of when the Rangers drafted him in the first round, and he ended up being a complete bust. But that's funny, and you're right. I mean, for, unless you're a diehard, someone that covered him like you did, a diehard Ranger fan like me, back in those days. Um, they don't remember that 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 A Rod was here because the team was, look, everybody was promised all this big stuff with John Hart. The, the Tom Hicks had the money, and and then you got A Rod there. And golly, I was looking at John Hart's record today. I'm ranking the GMs. Um, it's not good. Yeah, you know, John Hart was the right choice. John Hart was the right choice in um, 01, 02 when they hired him. And I'm going to write about this next week. Um, you know, it just—it's amazing to me how it all fell apart. How they got a great—you got a great general hit manager, John Hart. You had a great manager in Buck Walter, and a guy like Grady Houston, who was really good at scouting player development. It was almost like they had the dream team, and it fell apart. And you know, number one lesson is you can't force a marriage. And Tom Hicks got this great idea that he would not only hire John Hart be his general manager, but he, Grady Fuson would be his scouting director, and you can't do it. I mean, John Hart needed to hire his own scouting director. John Hart needed to... He did not give John Hart the complete autonomy that John Hart needed, and I think John Hart got here and said, well, whoa, 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 this is not what I thought, you know. Do I really need to sign Chan Ho Park? Do I really need to sign this guy? <laughs> Basically, what John Hart found out was he was here to build a team around Alex Rodriguez as quick as possible. Um, and I don't think John Howard was expected to do that. I thought he had, he expected to have time to develop young players and to build, build the franchise right the way he saw it. And next thing you know, they're signing Chan Ho Park, John Rocker, Carl Everett. I mean, we can go on and on about the number of guys that he signed. And we're yeah. all like going, what the heck is he doing? Mm. And I think what happened was Tom Hicks said, we got this guy, we're paying $25 million and we need to win immediately. And we don't have enough money to win immediately. And number two, you know, there's not a lot of pitching on the uh, free agent market to win immediately. Um, other than Channel Park and, you know, yeah, that's it. That's a bad signing, and we'll talk about that on on, on the website here in the next couple of weeks. But you know, they just they never got the pitching because they have the offensive players around. Um, Alex Rodriguez was an awesome offensive team. Rafael Palmero there for a while, and you know, Michael Young then came on and Hank Blaylock, and you know, they had some great offensive players, Kevin Mintz, but they just never put a pitching staff around Alex Rodriguez, and then it all blew up in their face. They basically well, blew was- up in their face. The, the the pitching was your first uh, part part one of the dark years and how how the Rangers really wanted either Randy Johnson or Roger Clemens and ended up with the with, with neither one and that that kind of kind of set their pitching fortunes in in motion there the for for those four years. If you ask Tom Hicks, I bet if you ask Tom Hicks, what's your biggest regret about being the owner of the Texas Rangers? He would have said, "We never got Roger Clemens." I would be willing to bet you he would say, we never got Roger Clemens. We should have gotten Roger Clemens. We didn't do it. I think that probably pisses him off more than anything. Well, I, I didn't realize it was as close as you, as you, uh, you, you, you wrote that it, it came down to uh, the, the Blue Jays and the Rangers and Melvin and, and Gordash were buddies. And then the Rangers thought they had a deal in place when they incru- included Ruben Mateo and, and then Gordash made one more call. Yeah, and he, the you know 
the guy David Wells, and he decided that he wanted to pitcher, you know, the guy that was right there, major league ready, um, and that didn't do the Blue Jays any good either. But I mean, you know, who knows what happened? I mean, Ruben Mateo, you got to remember, and um, Ruben Mateo is as good a prospect as the Rangers have ever had. I mean, that guy was a superstar. Yeah. And when he broke when he broke his leg at first base, that was a devastating injury. But that guy was going to be something special. Yeah, his numbers were crazy in 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 the minor leagues. He was really that injury. Oh, that was just yeah. You're right. Hey, yeah, so, he was uh, he was on his way. Hey, um, so so those teams. What was it? It was four straight losing seasons. Uh, some last place finishes in there. Uh, the the these Texas Rangers, the current day Texas Rangers, have five straight losing seasons, and uh, you know they lost their hundredth game on Wednesday. Um, how, how dark are these years compared to those years? Well, the one thing I like about this team in this organization is they have some young pitching. That team, they didn't have any pitching. They didn't have any young pitching to brag about. I mean, this team at least has Cole Wynn and they got Taylor Hearn and they got, uh, Dunning and some other guys in the dark years. One of the things about the dark years is the pitching was so bad that, you know, we knew, you know, you got to win with pitching. You got to have young pitching. And Alex Rodriguez knew that, you know, we all knew that the young pitching wasn't there. That was the killer back then. You know, you look at this staff and, you know, I don't know if they're all going to be good or they're going to be, you know, they all may be lousy. Who knows? I love the, you know, the first, you know, you know, it was with Jack Ryder. I mean, I think that's a great pick. Um, you, you know, that's a great development. Kyle Cody is a huge setback. That is a big, big setback. Um, I, I don't like how that ended up with the Rangers. This kid ended up having surgery after going on the DL. Um, but to, to answer your question, Jeff, is, you know, five straight losing seasons is not good, but at least right now they have some young pitching. I mean, you can find, you can find some offensive players, you know, I like what Garcia's done and stuff like that, but, um, the young pitching is what makes the difference. Yeah. I think the the difference and maybe I'm oversimplifying. I'm outside of the pitching. Is the, the the Rangers were throwing bad money after bad money from oh from from 2000 to 2003. While whereas now it looks like you know the Rangers have a rebuilding plan. And I know it's been on again and off again, but now it's on, and you can you can see the the actual plan in 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 place. So there's kind of I won't say an excuse for losing, but you know, there's kind of an excuse for losing, uh, at least this year and last year. Well, you know, you know, they, if 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 Lighter's good and if Josh Young is good, and you know, hopefully they'll get one more, you know, top flight player next year, and you know, some of these other kids come along, Cole Wynn, you know, that's a big for them, and you know, hopefully Taylor Hearn will get it all figured out. You know, they got some guys. Again, they got they got to land the plane. They got to land the plane. They got to bring it home. They got to bring Taylor Hearn home. They got to bring, you know, Dunning home. They got to bring all these guys home. Which, when I say that, that means they got to finish out their development. They got to turn them into complete pitchers. I mean, they're great talents. They got 98 mile an hour fastballs. They got ungodly breaking stuff, and that's great. But they got to bring these guys home as complete pitchers. And you know, if they do that, they got a chance in the next two or three years to put something special together. They'll be able to fill out a lineup. They'll, they'll be able to get position players. You know, they, they did a great job this year with Garcia. You know, I, I, you know personally, I think Solak and, and Kiner are going to be okay. Um, but it's all about the pitching, and they gotta, and, and they got to land the plane. When did the Rangers, during your, all your three decades on the beat, when, when did the Rangers have their best pitching depth? Was it when they had uh, – I, I don't know the ninety five ninety six era there, um, or, or was it at some other point? Uh, I would say two thousand twenty one. I think this is the best young pitching they've had in the system. Wow, top to bottom. I mean, you got to go back. I mean, in ninety six they threw together a good rotation, but they got Ken Hill from um, free agency, and they got okay. uh, John Burkett from trade, and. Um, you know, they had a couple of young guys, Oliver and Pavlik and Bobby Whip by trade. And, you know, the, the, the rotation they put together in 2011 was was a great deal. But, um, you know, again, they, they, they kind of pieced those together. You know, they've had some great pitching staff over the years, but they were pieced together through trade, through free agency, through, um, 
you know, a few guys in the minor leagues. I think to me, and I've said this, is this is the best young group of pitching talent that they've had in a long, long time. And I think that's very, very promising. But again, you got to get to the major major league level. Got to land the plane. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you brought up the 2011 team, and, and the remarkable thing about that rotation is that they didn't have a DL stint the whole year. And, of course, that's the team yeah. that, that went to the World Series. And, and um, yeah, we don't need to talk about 2011, I guess, if you're a Rangers fan. But, uh, you know, that rotation <laughs> was, was C.J. Wilson – uh, Alexia Gondo, Colby Wilson, Derek Holland, and somebody I'm not remembering. Matt right Harrison. Matt, Matt Harrison. Her- Matt Harrison. Yeah. I mean, Matt Harrison. How can I forget Matt? And, um, you know, the, the next year they, they lost CJ and then Colby got hurt. And, and the team that was leading at the division and, you know, might've been the best team in baseball. They end up squandering the, 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 the lead late and, and end up losing the wild card game. But when Colby got hurt, you know, they, they, had, they had signed Darvish, and he was okay. They had signed Feliz, and Feliz got hurt. But the Colby injury was the one because they never filled that spot in the rotation because they, they just didn't have, have enough options. And, right. and, and you, know, you can look back and, and look at the second half, and that spot in the rotation was so valuable. And that's why teams need pitching depth because 2011 does not happen. It happens once in every blue moon. Yep. Right, and they didn't have a pitching deficit, and Jeff's exactly right. But if you look at it, what, what did they do? They they went out and got Roy Oswald. They went out and got Ryan Dempster. I mean, they were they were going out and trying to piecemeal it together, which they've always done. And you look at 2011. I mean, CJ was from the farm system, but that's a long story. Colby was a free agent out of Japan. Ogana was an incredibly brilliant scouting success for the Rangers. Outfielder from the A's, Rule Five, ends up being a great starter. Matt Harrison was by trade, and Derek Holland, Derek Holland, excuse me, was a guy that they developed from their farm system. Right. CJ was just a long, long process, but was basically CJ's own determination. But the the point is, is Jeff is bringing up, you know, they pieced it together and they got lucky. They got lucky. '96, it all fell fell together. In 2011, it all fell together. Some years it falls together, some years it doesn't. But yep. this time, they've got young talent if they can bring it up and, and do it right. Yeah, and I, I was going to ask you about Cody. I'm glad you, you brought it up on your own. I know you, you, you've you harped on that one to me for, well, since even even April when he was healthy and pitching. You, you thought he should have been in the minor leagues. Uh, don't Damn rush right. the guy. Um, you know, I... I, I think though that that for the most that for the most part the Rangers played it right this year with their prospects because they didn't rush them to the majors. I know that AJ Alexi and, and Glenn Otto made it, but that you know there were some forty man implications there for in the off season, so that's why they came up. But like you know, a lot of people I think wanted to see Cole win. Well, Cole Cole win stayed at Double A until two weeks ago, until the Double A season ended. He went wire to wire at Double A, and I think it served him well and. Um, you know, and, and you, you, you've told me this for a long time. You know, you, I remember you telling me how, you know, that one spring Alex Gordon was the, the Royals, uh, you know, the, the spring MVP, the best thing ever. And they brought him up too soon. And, you know, there are a, a, a list of Rangers players that they've done that with probably including Leody Tavares this year. So, um, there's nothing wrong with getting a lot of minor league at bats and experience. Well, you know, one thing that happened this year, and this is very instructive. This is something people have to remember because it happens over and over and over again. It happened with Rick Helling, and it happened with um, Alex, uh, Alex Chichi Gonzalez, Chichi. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They come up here, and, in, and like Glenn Otto and A.J. Alexi, they come up in their first two starts, and they dazzle everybody. They're like, Wow. This guy's great. This guy's fantastic. You know, we love this guy. He's here. He's ready to go. And what happens is after those two or three starts, there's a guy sitting behind home plate, and they call him, you know, advanced scout. He's he's advanced scouting for the Astros or the Angels or the Athletics, and he's figuring it out. The guy knows what he's doing, and he's telling the hitters, hey, this is how this guy pitches. This is this, you know. And the guy comes up here as, as an unknown. And he dazzles the first two or three starts, and everybody says, oh, yeah, we got a great young pitcher. 
Well, the the down scout says uh, no, you don't, because uh, I figured out you know that slider hangs on a when he gets behind on the count. So the obvious point is Jeff knows John is that um, these guys come up here with quick success. It can go south in a hurry. Absolutely. Once people figure it out. So you have to be patient with these guys and these kids have to figure it out and they have to be complete pitchers with Chi Chi Gonzalez. He come up, came up here with a sinking fastball. That's all he had. He came up here and he burned that sinking fastball for a few starts. He dazzled everybody. And then all of a sudden everybody figured out this guy's only got one pitch. He's got one pitch and they clobbered him. They clobbered him. Okay. So you got to have a complete pitcher who can throw two or three pitches and can do all the things that are necessary. And if you don't, what's going to happen is you get a guy like Chi-Chi Gonzalez, who's your number one draft pick, and he's going to be a bust. He's going to be a bust. And the reason why Chi-Chi Gonzalez was a bust was when they finally got up here, he was not a complete pitcher. He did not have the second and third pitches needed to be a major league starter. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I remember those, those two starts, he was terrific, you know, and, and, uh, um, but yeah, he well he was he was two years removed from from the draft when when, when he came up and so uh, I agree with you and, and you know such a nice guy Chichi and and yeah. uh, you know he's still around but uh, I I always wonder what would have what would have a, a year or two more in the minors have done for him you know so he would have gotten another pitch maybe a slider maybe a changeup maybe something that could have yeah. gone with that sinking fastball you can't sit there and pound that sinking fastball ariel harado came up with a sinking fastball but everybody said well this guy's a great pitcher he's got a turbo sinker remember that jeff turbo oh, sinker oh great <laughs> yes. we also had a flat slider <laughs> the turbo right. sinker that was the pitch of the decade Hey, well, well, TR, listen, this was great. And your memoirs, if you guys have not gone and signed up for Jeff Wilson, uh, Texas Ranger newsletter, and read these memoirs, these have been – look, I love Jeff. I love your reading. I love everything you put out. But TR's memoirs have been fun to read. As a guy like me, I have followed this team since 74. These stories are fantastic. And TR, the the stuff you've put out has been great. So what do you got coming up the pike? You you got the the last part of the the, the, – the, the dark years coming up next week, right? Yeah, we're gonna talk about the that. We're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about A Rod, A Rod's exit. We're gonna talk about um, Kenny Rogers and his contract thing, and we're gonna talk about some other stuff too. Um, the young kids, and um, yeah, we got we got a few more things to talk about here as we as we get into the off season. And, you know, we'll we may switch it up a little bit. Jeff and I are talking, so. Um, uh yeah we're, we're we're still having a lot of fun with it and i appreciate everybody reading it and um i'm enjoying writing it uh a lot of work i know jeff has to do a lot of editing but uh it's <laughs> no, been fun he's okay no and you know tr is retired so yeah so i'm you know i'm letting him write write whenever he wants if he you know i don't want any deadlines he doesn't need any <laughs> deadline pressure all right and if he if he doesn't want to write one week that's fine i, I, I or two weeks wonderful you know um, but it's, it's really ap- appreciated. It's, you know, we get probably get more, more feedback on, on TR's memoirs than anything else. That's because of all the, because TR has all the years in there. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. So every time we get TR on here, when I had him at the old place and you both came on and TR came on, it's more fun than anything telling these stories this off season, we are going to have some more TR on here. We're going to get on here together and just shoot the, you know what, and just, Go after it. TR, be safe wherever you're going. I know you're driving right now, so be safe. And uh, I'm looking forward to coming out next week. Jeff, anything else before we let him go? No. Um, thanks. <laughs> tell Helen, tell okay. Helen I said don't, hello. Don't, don't forget to do it for Durrett. That's right. That's oh, coming up. Yeah, we've got yeah. an episode coming October up. October 23rd. Yep. Yeah, I've got an Otani bat right over my shoulder right now. So um, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there drinking beer and telling stories. You guys, I'll talk to you guys later. That's good. Okay, All right, TR, TR, take care. Jeff, we've been talking about this since last week. We want to go over this 40-man roster and the crunch that's got to happen, and there's some big things about to come up. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we've kind of hinted at it kind of in previous episodes, and I know I've written about it a lot at uh, jeffwilson.substack.com. If you're not a member, don't know what you're waiting for. Um, hey, Oscar it's, Munoz it's, is a new member. He was read, he got there today. It's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, basically, basically the 40 man roster, 
there's a there's a 40 man roster from which you select your 26 man active roster. Right. Uh, the the 40 the guys on the 40 man, um, you know, they're uh, guys you can pick from. They don't all have to, obviously they're some of them are going to be in the minors, um, but it, it's 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 the group. And I, I know a lot of I know a lot of GMs would like to see that roster be bigger for for situations like this, especially <laughs> for teams that are in the same situation as, as the Rangers kind of rebuilding and whatnot. Um, anyway, and then um, guys who are hurt and placed on the 60 day injured list do not count against the 40 man roster. Right. So you can have uh, in the Rangers case, they have nine guys on the, on the 60 day right now, but and, they've got to come back now. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and it, you know, it's a, it's a MLB rule that, during the offseason, those guys, whether they're going to be ready to play next year or not, have to be on uh, the 40-man roster the whole offseason. You can put you can put them back on the 60-day uh, early in spring training, but they got to spend the entire offseason on your on your 40-man, and so that that creates some problems. The Rangers ran into that with Prince Fielder, you know, a, a few years ago, um, and and even after he you know he retired. Uh, they and they were still paying him, and so they still they still had him on uh, the 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 roster, and eventually they they moved on from him because the roster spot became so valuable. But yeah. it's a it's a definite handicap, you know, and uh, it can be, and and the Rangers they have a lot of spots oh, they need to create because they want to they want to add free agents in the off season. Uh, they they need they needs to to free up some spots for minor leaguers who are eligible for the Rule Five Draft, which is a whole other baseball thing we got to talk about. Oh yeah, but but uh, it, it's going to be a mess. Oh, it and, and it is. Look right now, if I've done my math right, with the guys on the IL right now, the Rangers have forty nine people in forty spots. Now we know some that are going to be gone, right? They're going to be free agents. They're going to go out of here when once the season's over. They'll elect free agency and they'll go. And you and I are going to go down this roster in a little bit to decide who's staying and going or where we think they're going to go. But the difference between the twenty-six man and the forty, you've got the minor leaguers who are exposed. And, and explain the rule five. What now? Now if we if we expose a minor leaguer to the rule five, and he is picked by another team, or in the Rangers' case, they see a player they like and they pick him. Tell them what has to happen there. Yeah. All right. Rule five draft. Um, players who are acquired at 18 or younger have five years right. uh, until they need to be protected from rule five draft. Uh, players older than 18 have four years. And right now the Rangers are kind of have a big convergence of guys. Uh, the rule, the rule five draft is the last day of the winter meetings. It's everybody's favorite day because every, <laughs> it, 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 it's, short day that's the only official thing on the calendar so you know it starts at 9 a.m you talk you, you, you go to the draft all the gms usually leave after the the major league portion so you go you get your gm off to the side then you pack up and go to the dang airport so it's everybody's favorite event um but you know the rangers are usually busy in it and uh sometimes they lose players uh it's i think it's been a, a little while since they have but um, they, they usually will, will get a guy. It's a cheap way to do it. It's 50,000. Um, but that player has to stay on the active, the active roster, not the 40 man roster, the 26, the 26 all season. Right. Uh, you saw, you know, and, and, and that's hard to do. You saw it this year with Brett DeGus, um, and, and the Rangers just finally, he, they couldn't send him to the minors. He wasn't helping them. Uh, so you expose the guy to waivers. Uh, if he clears, then you have to offer him back to the the, the team that lost him. In in Degus's case, this this year Arizona claimed him, right? So he became Arizona's property, and I think you know I, he he's going to make it. So the Dodgers aren't going to get him back. And then once once the guy gets through your gets through the year, then right. you can opt. Uh, he become he falls back in the line like like any other player. Right. Um, then he's just on your forty man, and you can you can if he got options, you can move him up and down. Sure. I mean, Delano DeShields is, you know, probably the most successful recent Rangers rule fiver. Johan Santana uh, is, is probably the most successful in recent memory. 
Um, you know, Mark Canna for the A's is another rule five guy. So you see him, you see him make it the whole year and then, you know, have nice careers. Um, but it's tough, but at the same time, you don't want to lose these guys. If, if you're, if you're the Rangers or, right. you know, the Astros lost the shield. So, um, it's, 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 it's tricky. And, and, and it's just part of the, the whole off season formula. It's not just adding guys and dropping guys. There's a, there's a lot to it. Yeah, and, and, and the Shields ended up playing here for a few years and a productive player. Now, the Astros still had him in the infield, I think. The Rangers moved him to the outfield once he got here because he was a second baseman when he was drafted. Yeah, I think he had I think he had just moved to the to the outfield uh with the Astros. But you know, he was shoot, he was the I think he was the seventh overall pick when he was drafted right out of high school. And uh you, you know, he's fast, 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 fast and uh, turned into a, a nice defensive outfielder, no, no arm, um, didn't get it figured out at the plate. So um, anyway, it, okay. it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. Okay, so our date, do we have our date right? Is We think it's right around November 20th these decisions have to be made by, or do we know that yet? I yeah, know you, I you, just you texted I, John Daniels. I, I sent a text to John Daniels, and he thinks it's the 20th. That's a Saturday, <laughs> um, so it might be on the 19th. Um, okay. But anyway, okay, that's t- and that's typically the the day, right, right in that ballpark when it happens. Yeah, and don't don't be worried that he thinks it's that day. They know they've got an idea what they're doing right now, so it's it's not like that's yeah. Friday and he doesn't know. I mean, he's just like right. a, he's off the top of his head. He's saying that. Okay, now right, real quick before we get rolling, tell me who's on the sixty day IL. These are names that got to come off the sixty day IL. We should have yeah. nine names there, I think. Right. All right, so. 60 day IL. I'm going to try to do this in alphabetical order, even though I didn't write it down in alphabetical order. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matt Bush, Kyle Cody, Jonathan Hernandez, John King. Uh, see, I already screwed it up. I forgot Ronald Guzman. He's in there somewhere. All yeah. right. <laughs> so anyway, John King, Nick Snyder, Hunter Wood, and Eli White. Uh, that's nine. And some of those guys you definitely want to keep. Yep. Um, even though, you know, Cody, Hernandez, LeClerc, uh, and White, are probably are not going to be ready at the start of spring training. Um, Hunter Wood probably is not going to be ready at the start of spring training. So uh, anyway, and that's that's the thing. That's the that's the that's the that's what stinks is that you know these guys aren't going to be ready, but they still have to be on your your active roster the whole or your forty man roster the whole off season. Yeah, there's there's some names there. They're really running out of some some room there for some of those guys that have probably extended their stay. That's the shame because yeah, you look at like Hernandez and Leclerc. Those look like guys that you're obviously you don't want to lose. John King was a, was really good this year when he was there. Guzman is yeah. an anomaly. We'll talk about that in a minute though. Okay, so going off of that, so we've got. Let's see. We've got so let's go off the the guys that are on the forty man right now, and I'm just going to read down the list of who's on the forty man, as opposed to the nine that you just said, where the decisions have to be made. So if you go by pitchers, and this will go in alphabetical order as I read it. So you've got <laughs> you've got Alexi Allard, Drew Anderson. You got Barlow, two in the minors, Benjamin and Burke. They're both in the minor leagues. You got Cotton, Jarrell Cotton, Dunning, Evans, Demarcus Evans, who's in the minor leagues. You've got Fultonevich, Hearn. Then you've got Howard, Spencer Howard, the new acquisition, Jordan Lyles, who's probably going to be a free agent, Brett Martin, Otto, Palumbo, who's in the minor leagues, Spencer Patton, Yeri Rodriguez, Santana, and Josh Spores. Now, those are your pitchers. So that those guys are active. They're, they're on the 40, so that you, you know either they're staying on the 40 or they're leaving. Um, you got da- in the catching, you got David Garcia, who's in the minors, who that was questionable. That was kind of weird that that one happened because yeah. he hadn't played above high A. Um, right. I, what's the reasoning? Yeah, I mean, a bit above low way. And I, I don't remember, I don't remember what, uh, JD had said. I remember where I was. We were, we were, uh, in Oklahoma city. Um, and our kids had to go to the bathroom. We were on our way to Colorado. So we stopped <laughs> at a, we stopped at a McDonald's and I was taking the, I was taking the call there. Um, that was also the, uh, Alexi and, and Yuri Rodriguez additions too. But we were kind of wondering, what is it about about Garcia? And they just thought there's a chance they'd they'd lose him. I don't know if they had intel, if they'd talked to some scouts with other teams, but uh, you know, ke- catching is a premium position and it, easy to hide. I mean, if you've got a catcher that can catch 130 games for you or 120 yeah. games, you can get that guy is on your active rocket roster as your backup. 
you could hide him on your roster for 30 starts or 40 starts. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it creates a bit of a crunch, but you never know. Yep. Anyway, so continue. You, yeah. Your catchers, your, your two that are, that are active. Uh, you got, you got, of course you got Huff and Pozo are in the minors also at catcher, but then you got Jonah Heim and Trevino. They are um, in the major leagues on the 40 men. When you go to your infielders, you got Apostle, who's in the minor leagues. You got Charlie Culberson, Yanni Hernandez, Brock Holt, Andy Abanez, Kiner Falefa, Nathaniel Lowe, Nick Solak, and then you got Tejada and Terry, who are both in the minor leagues. Then you go to your outfielders. Leody Tavares, we're going backwards there. DJ Peters, who they picked up this year from the Dodgers when he was um, DFA'd by the Dodgers. They picked him off waivers, who 12 home runs since he's got here. 13. He hit one today, so he's up to 13. 13. Um, yeah, you're right. 12, 12 since they got him. Right. And so Jason Martin, who's in the minor leagues, and then you got Adolis Garcia and Willie Calhoun. Um, those are names. Now, look, that's not the roster of a, of a, of a world series champion, but yeah. you're not going to like, you know, they're not going to go out and get how many free agents to, to fill those spots. Some of these guys are valuable. Yeah, they are. And, and, you know, I, I think, you know, when, when the Rangers traded Joey Gallo and Kyle Gibson, and, and John Daniels even even men, mentioned it. The rebuild is going to continue into into next season. You know the, right. the Rangers should be better. Um, you know the the plan is to spend money and get get guys, not just guys, but guys. Right. And, and you know start to put them around a core, and then you know you're going to have Josh Young, for instance, who's going to come up um, and and be a player next year. So, uh, but but the roster is not going to get. You're not going to overturn. Or, or turnover 30 of the 40 guys you know it's no. a lot of the a lot of the, a lot of these guys are, are going to be back and, and some some of them are are uh easier to predict than others and then there's some who are who are pretty obvious who who are going to be taken off so um or just come off by virtue of their their contractual status oh yeah absolutely and th- this is this is going to be interesting I, I i tell you what i i'm i'm interested to see what they do before the before the 20th and, and how they're going to do this. Um, okay, so let's go in. You know what? Tell us now. Now, now, who are the guys? And tell them why they're eligible and who's eligible for the uh, to come on. Yeah. Oh the, boy, these yeah. are the minor league guys. These are guys the rule, that... The rule five eligibles, as, as I like to call them. Um, and these I will not attempt to do in alphabetical order, just how I have them written down. <laughs> some of these are off the top of my head, and some of them I had to look up. But uh, Chris Cease, Cole Reagans, Ezekiel Duran, Bubba Thompson, Heber Bueno, Ricky Venasco, Ronnie Enriquez, Jason Barr, Jake Latch, Alex Fees, Steel Walker, Cole Uvila, Jacob Lemoyne, Scott Engler, Daniel Robert, Blake Bass, Fernary Ozuna, Ryan Doro, uh, Kelvin Gonzalez, and Nick Lau. Um, so that's 17 or 18 or 16, somewhere in there. Obviously, that they aren't all going to be uh, protected, you know. Just right. I, somehow, I thought Win was on there, but Win. No, Win's not. Wynn's well, not that's good. There. So Win can, he, the, without a doubt, Win's unless Win is, you know, unstoppable. Do what? Uh, he's he's still got a couple of years, right? He was drafted at 18, 19, 20, 20. Yeah, so I think after next year, maybe he he would have to be put on, but. I think he's going to take care of that himself. Okay, so I guess so. So when I when I first brought up this idea, here's here's what I went. I said, okay, so let's look at the current forty man, and that includes the forty nine. I said, look at the current people on the forty man loss roster and divide them into four categories. Now we can stretch this out, say <laughs> to spring training or by the time the season starts. Okay, but I said, who are a lock? Who's going to be here? There's a lock. Then you got probably. Now, probably is almost a lock. You're pretty sure they're going to be here, but maybe that's somebody during the during the winter meetings or in, even into spring training that they could be gone. I, I at first said maybe not, but that basically what that term is going to be now is maybe. And when I say maybe, it's 50-50. Um, 50-50. They could be here. They could not be here because there's just out of room. And then you got your last category, which is buy. And buy means buy. You're gone. You're basically, that's it. You're going to be gone. So, with that being said, we don't have to go down all all forty nine of these names. Let's start with the lock. Who? How many names do you have on there that are a lock? Well, I actually have uh, quite a few. Okay. Um, I, uh, I have four. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> I've only got four. Now you're going to have a lot, and every one of yours, I guarantee you, that are not these four 
are going to be in my probably, which means yeah. that the only reason I didn't put them as a lock is maybe somewhere in there, depending on who they sign or who they do. This could be someone that could be moved in a in a maybe in a trade or something like that when you're getting back someone to take their spot or do whatever. My locks are these four. I've got Dane Dunning, Taylor yeah. Hearn, Counter yeah. Falefa, and Garcia. That's who I okay. am. Adolis Garcia. That's the only four that I say without a doubt, unless there's some injury. Those four will be on the opening day roster next year. They will be on the forty man. Well, you know, it, 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 yeah. When you look at opening day roster and and what could transpire between now and then, yes, though that that's seems pretty pretty clear um, when it comes to like just getting the roster right so that get everybody on that they want on before the rule five draft. Um, sure, and, it, and no, it, yeah, you're right. But look, I had Jonah Heim and, and uh, Trevino who. We know one of those two will be on this roster, if not both. Um, I've got them as probably, but it's just because I couldn't pick which one I know is they like better, which maybe it's time, maybe it's Trevino. Yeah. I don't know, because one of those two. So tell me who you got. Well, for 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 locks, uh, I would I would go with your your four who again were Dunning, Hearn, Adolis Garcia, and IKF. Right. Uh, I, I I would add to that um, Jonathan Hernandez. Uh, I would add to that um, AJ Alexi and Joe Barlow. Um, and Glenn, with and Glenn Otto. I would I would for sure have them on there. Uh, I would have I would have Sam Huff as a lock, and then. To stay on the forty, uh, I, he's not going to be in the big leagues, but he's going to be on the forty. He's going to stay. Sure, sure. And I, th I think at this point, um, I, I really, I really think that um, Leody Tavares is a lock. Uh, I just, okay. I, I just, I think he's just too talented to, to give up on here at age twenty three. Absolutely. Three. So, I, I think those those are a good like absolute dead certain lock for. For opening day and and conceivably there are more you know like Sp spencer howard i mean I, I i really think that you know you don't acquire a guy and, and right. then just eh, this isn't gonna work so I, I would put him into the lock category too um and and really i would i would uh you know i the, the way john daniels is with relievers i i, I don't want to put too many relievers on the list um so it, it's yep. My, my list is longer than yours. Yeah. Um, and then like, if we were just to do it for the, for the, you know, the November 19th, November 20th setting of the 40 man roster, my list gets pretty long. Oh yeah. And so, and I've got probably's every one of yours you just mentioned are probably's that I've got mm -hmm. probably's on. I've got Alexi Allard. I've got Barlow. I put Benjamin on probably, um, I, I but he, he's so guys, back and forth you know what i had hernandez in my lock and moved him to probably just because okay. um you know i i, I he's, he's basically there too you know i had kyle cody but i'm starting to think now with the setback that when i started this list um he might be a maybe and then i've got on probably i've got jonah and trevino i got evans spencer howard john king leclerc snyder martin otto yerry rodriguez huff um yanni um, I've got Andy, Nathaniel, Willie, and Leody. I've got Leody on probably. Now, probably is as close to lock as you can get. So that's a uh -huh. lot of names between lock and probably that I've got on this 40 man. Yeah. And then, and then, um, I, I would, I personally would add, uh, Demarcus Evans, Brett Martin. Um, I would add, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I had, I, them. I, would, I would add, I would add a and DJ Peters. Uh, to that list. And, um, I think that, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, uh, again, I, now you, I had those names you just said, I did not have Peters. Yeah, so. I would. I, and then like, again, I I'm hesitant to put relievers on there just because of, of the, <laughs> the philosophy for relief pitching. Now may, maybe that changes with Chris Young. I don't know. Um, but I do think I do think Hyman and Trevino are, are going to be back next year, no question asked. Um, and then you know I, I could conceivably see where the rest of them aren't, or you know, or or, yeah. or or included as deals. 
I mean, I, I expect them to be on the roster, but it's tenuous and I could see a situation where they aren't. So we'll go, we'll go to them, the maybes, right? Yeah. Mate, now this is, there's some names on here that are going to surprise some people. These are, these are 50, 50. These people are, I mean, as much as I think, yeah, they'll be there. If they were gone off the 40 man roster, it would not floor me. Um, and so I've got Drew Anderson. I've got Brock Burke, which that it pains me to say that I've, I've liked him. I like, uh, cotton. Jordan Lyles, who Lyles would almost be a, a buy, I think, that that as a free agent. But we, you and I have discussed this. They've got to have, if they don't sign any free agent arms, which we assume they will, they've got to have somebody to eat innings because these they've got some great young pitching. they got no innings on them, I mean, uh, that they're going to have to yeah, do. Yeah. So so I put Lyles on, on that one. Here's one that, golly, he's got so much promise. But I, look, there's got to be room made, and that's Palumbo. Um I hate to say it. I mean, I don't think they'll give up on Palumbo. The guy's got something. He misses bats, but good Lord. Um, you know, there's some good pitching coming up the pike there. Yeah. Um, my, my maybes, um, very similar to yours, Anderson Burke. Um, I, I did put on Jarrell cotton. I got him. Okay. I didn't uh, read my whole list, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I st- Oh no, I put one on there now. I put one on maybe that you don't have. Do you have Nick Solak on maybe, or do you have him? No, in- I have. I have. I well, I I don't. I I I think Nick is on the roster next year, but I, I had him on probably. Um, right. And I, so and- Anderson, Burke, Cotton, uh, Patton, David Garcia, right, Alhoun, Jason Martin, Eli White, and Pozo as maybes. As amazing. Those are all uh, tenuous. Um, I know, I know Willie has done very well here down the stretch, but yep. I think it's a little tight. Yep. So I've got Shirton also on maybes. I've got Garcia, like you said. Pozo, obviously. Uh, Guzman, a maybe. I hate to lose Guzman, but that's another yeah. one that they're running out of room on, depending on what they do. I did put Solak. Anderson Tejada, big disappointment this year. He's on a yeah. maybe. Now, I've got TJ Peters, I mean, DJ Peters, Eli White, and Curtis Terry on maybes just because of space and room um, on there. I, K- Terry is almost a probably for me. Nick Solak's almost a probably for me. I'm doing at the Solak maybe in the fact that if they sign. I, I'm, doing the, I'm doing the Solak thing in, in the fact that if they do sign a big name uh, shortstop, maybe Isaiah Kainer-Falefa with Young coming up is going to move over to second base. And then, uh, you know, that leaves no room for Solak, who's probably not your utility guy, and maybe he gets moved in the offseason. And that's sort of where I went with that. Okay, yeah. I mean, these are guys that if you need a roster spot, really badly that these you don't want to be in their position no you don't and right now um people like palumbo who were real highly thought of should be looking over their shoulder that's just that's just reality right now who's gone i've got five names that are gone i i have seven you go you go first i've got matt bush fulton evich hunter wood brock holt and jason martin yeah um um Sure. Um, I actually have more than seven um, okay. as, 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 as I go back and check my records. Um, okay. So my gons are um, just to be taken off the 40 man. That doesn't that know, mean they're gone out of the organization. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So uh, Wes Benjamin, uh, Mike Fulton, Jordan Lyles, Joe Palumbo, Charlie Culberson, Brock Holt, Ronald Guzman, Matt Bush, and Hunter Wood. Um, okay. I, I think that uh, you know the last three Guzman, Bush, and Wood are going to be brought off the sixty, and then uh, whatever whatever it is, you know, Matt. I think Matt's a free agent, right? Uh, I think Wood's a free agent. Uh, Guz, Guzman's a, a tough call. I, I really I like Ronald. I've known him since he was seventeen or eighteen. Sweet but, kid. Uh, he's uh, he's banged up, and I don't. I, I think he would clear waivers uh, just because of the injury situation. I mean, he's, he's great defensively. And, you know, if you, if you look back at what he did last winter in the Dominican, holy cow, you know, it, it looks like a, a guy who you would take a chance on and maybe a young team does, but, um, and, and hope, hopefully it's a deal where the Rangers can work something out with them yeah. and, and keep them in the organization. But I, I, I think that when it comes to clearing a roster spot that, that the, the Rangers are going to have to make a tough call there. 
Yeah, that's it. and with the with the deadline coming up in the nineteenth or the twentieth, so that's even before. Um, when, can they not start trading or doing anything till the winter meetings? Is that when that starts? No, no. Uh, free agency begins, um, and that means you can start five, making five days. Five days after World's the last out of the World Series, right. everybody. No, everybody becomes a free agent at that point, but teams have a five day window to negotiate with their own free agents exclusively, right? Uh, which they technically can do also from now until, until then. Um, uh, trades can be made, you know, I mean, the, you know, the, 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 I don't know, kind of the old rule, uh, unspoken rule is to not do anything major during the postseason, And if you're going to do it, you better do it on an off day. Um, so um, you don't, that's why you don't see a lot of, a lot of business transacted during uh, October. Uh, but then once once uh, everything opens up there in in after after the World Series, then then it can start in earnest, and that's that's usually when it does. Okay, I wish it was more like the NBA and the NFL, though. You just give them like a little window, and everybody signs in a week, and it's over with. But <laughs> that's not the way that's not the way it works, unfortunately. Well, it'll keep us going the whole year. So I mean, we're, right. we we got different stuff going on. Okay, so of the names you said on the uh, that are eligible. Uh, to come on to the 40 man roster. How many yeah. you got that you think are okay? Let's let's do that. I didn't do this. You did. Let's do a lock because there are going to be some for sure that are going to be put on the 40, probably, and then maybe. You don't have to go not because there's a lot of names that aren't that that, that are not going to be put on the sure. 40. Sure. Um, so who uh, do you who do you think for give me a couple names or three that you know, two or three, how many you think? Or maybe you got five. I don't know who is going to get put on the forty-man roster. Uh, I think uh, I I, I kind of toil with this because I have seven, but I don't think I don't think the Rangers are thinking seven. I think they're thinking more in the five ballpark. Okay. Uh, but uh, my the guys I have are Cole Reagans, Ezekiel Duran, Bubba Thompson, Ronnie Enriquez, uh, Ricky Venasco, Jake Latz, and Steel Walker. Okay. Um, you know, those are, those are my guys. Uh, I, I think Alex Spees, he wasn't protected last year and made it and then was hurt this year. So, um, he's, he's, uh, he would, I don't think he would get picked, uh, Chris Cease, what a talent, but injury prone. I, I think he makes it through. And then, you know, I think you can live with, with losing, uh, any of those relievers who we mentioned earlier. So, uh, those are, the these the seven I I named I think are the ones that that would have a chance Bubba after this se- after what he did this season right I think you could I think a team could especially a National League team could stash him away as a fifth outfielder yeah uh, he's you know he's got speed and can play defense so yeah he would have some utility on a, on a National League team and be easier to do there um, you know I know Venasco hasn't pitched but. Um, He's just too talented. Yeah, they're not going to – I think he's as close to a lock. Him and – out of the names that you've said, he's one of the ones they're not going to – him and Reagans, and after what Reagans did this year. Yeah. And I think Bubba. Bubba's done well. Um, those three, to me, are pretty – they sound like guys you're not You're not going to let those guys walk. Um, yeah, and when the Rangers got Duran in the Gallo trade, they said they knew he would – you know, Glenn Otto, too, was another, yep. uh, another guy in that trade who would – need to be protected and the rangers said they would protect both and Otto, of course is on the 40 man yeah is on the 40 man already so um yeah i i i if you know could you stash cole reagan's for a year maybe not so maybe he doesn't get protected you know he, he threw 90 innings this year you want him to start with the arm history do you want to put him in the bullpen yeah as a team and, and risk risk him getting injured he looked good but the numbers you know when you're looking at stat lines the era was what in the five low five um but well, it was a double a yeah double a it was but you know i i, th- I think that he looked he good though and the rangers once he got to double a they just wanted him to finish healthy they would take whatever result they got right they they, they believe in him again um so so maybe not maybe not him and maybe not uh you know then then you kind of look Lats, who made his MLB de- debut this year, yeah, um, maybe not. I he looked pretty good, you know, uh, but he had, he had a rather high ERA for you know in the minors. Yep, Ronnie Enriquez, 
Uh, we've talked about on, on the last show how he's uh, a little bit smaller frame. Right. Little uh, guy, but throwing good and could be a bullpen door. guy. Um, and then, and then, you know, Steel Walker, you got, you got him in uh, the no more Mazar trade. He made it to triple a this year. He didn't hit for a lot of average, but there's a little power there. Um, and confidence. Yeah. There's no, no shortage of confidence. He's, he's an, he's got 80 confidence. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, he's an so, all-star at confidence. Yeah. So you, you kind of look, look around there. And uh, again, because Walker's an outfielder, you could probably, uh, if you really, if you, if you're a team that really likes him, uh, you, you, you could, you could sneak him, sneak him through for a year, but, um, so maybe, so maybe he's, he's one who, who doesn't get, protected and the Rangers hold their breath on, but, um, Gosh, gonna seven. Be, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, and if it get if it gets to five, then, then maybe you, uh, if, if it's me, then, you know, if I'm the Rangers, do I want to lose steel Walker? Probably not, but, um, would you rather lose him or would you rather lose Cole Reagans, who has a chance to be in your starting rotation for a long time. So yeah, that, that's kind of what, what it's going to come down to, I think. And I, I'm sure the Rangers will put out feelers and they'll, they'll get an idea of, you know, their scouts know who was scouting other games and what players. And so they probably have a, a, a much better feel than you and me throwing, throwing uh, darts here, but yep. um, and I, let- I, I think it's going to be really interesting. And let's be honest. Let's be totally honest here. This the, teams like the Rangers, and teams like Arizona, the Rangers. You got the Oreos teams at the bottom. They are also shoppers on the Rule Five thing. So you've got forty nine names you got to deal with on the nineteenth. You've got these guys that you got to protect by the nineteenth. Not only when you get past that and you get to 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 the winter meetings, what if some guy that you have coveted for years? doesn't get protected. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. This is somebody that we we tried to get him in a deal, you know, that would, that fell through or whatever. Can we stash him? Golly, it's a cheap way to get somebody. Yeah, yes, it's, a lot of times it doesn't work, but then every once in a while, you know, it, it, you might find something there, especially on a rebuilding team. It's more of a tool in your toolbox. You're not going to find a star player in the Rule 5 draft. That's normally not going to happen. But somebody that's a contributor like – Hey, on a winning team, on a team that's going to the playoffs, someone like uh, 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 Delano DeShields helped. That's a good guy on a team. That's a fourth he, outfielder. He was, he, was, he was a main contributor on that team. Yes. Hey, but but to, to what you were saying about teams who really liked guys, I'm telling you, you hear you hear every offseason, um, every, even every trade, oh, this is a guy we've liked for a long time. Yep. So it, it, it really does happen. All right, well, look, we have gone all over this 40-man. So we there are a lot of decisions to get made. Hey, I, you know what? This this was fantastic to, to, to have TR get on here with us um, and, and, and do that. But go over this, this 40-man roster and do all of that was, was fantastic also. Um, let's get this thing out of here, guys. Uh, we got one more next week at the end of the season. We'll do a wrap-up show um, at the end of the season, going into the offseason. I'm telling you, you, you put out a schedule. We're going to be going, aren't we? We're going to be working. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, there. That's the thing about the offseason. You think, you think that uh, nothing's going to happen, and then something happens, and and there's always something to talk about. There's always a rumor out there. There's always right. Uh, I mean, you know, the the, te- the Texas Rangers were one of the busiest teams in baseball last off season, they didn't do anything major, at least as far as acquiring players. Right. Um, but you know, they had the, they had, uh, the gold glove winners. They, you know, this year they're going to have a rookie of the year and, and maybe some gold glove winners. Sure. They had, uh, uh, you know, Ellis Andrus, they pushed him aside for Kiner Falefa. Then they, then they signed, um, a, a, you know, just, a bunch of guys they they traded lance lynn they signed ari hara uh you know just and that was just that got you to christmas right and so it it takes there's just a, a lot of stuff that happens in a baseball off season and you know hopefully this year there's something a little more uh, uh a little more sexier to talk about than uh signing kohei ari hara to eat innings you know <laughs> but um you, you never know. You never know until it plays out, and and so we're gonna have a lot to talk about, and yeah. hopefully we'll have some we'll have some good guests on, and um, 
see, you know, everybody seems has seemed pretty willing. I'm, I am going to go to instruct so we can talk about instructs a little Great. bit here in a couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, there's just so much to talk about in the off season and hey. you know, they, they, don't, they don't need to be marathon shows here, nope. but, uh, you know, we, we can, uh, we can definitely knock them out every week or every other week if we want to sure. take a break, whatever. Yep, absolutely. We can do that. Um, we didn't go down in the bus leagues today. Look, the season's wrapped up. Uh, the 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 AAA, uh, the Rough Riders. I mean, sorry, the uh, Round Rock Express are they're playing through the weekend, right? Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Colwyn had a real nice start yesterday. Uh, it was good. And his so did his Young. Young had a good day. Josh Young keeps hitting the cover off the ball. So yeah. <laughs> uh, that that's that's pretty exciting to look at when you when you look at what Josh yeah. Young is doing at triple a it's yeah two names too that were not mentioned in the four yeah, yeah so. <laughs> those are two names that weren't mentioned at all in our whole 40-man debacle that's about to hit us because those guys they're not going to be put on the 40-man right till the very end because they don't have to be guys right, right. this was a great one it was the tr uh sullivan episode it was thanks for tr for coming on jeff this was good um you know what Let's get on this next week. Maybe we'll talk about some free agents that could possibly be targets. I don't know. We'll figure out this week, and we'll tweet it out. Guys, thanks a lot. Uh, join up at uh, jeffwilson.substack.com for the for the readings. I mean, he's putting out his memoirs, like we said we were talking about earlier. Um, guys, see you at the yard. <laughs>